0: Welcome back to Duskwall. As always, thank you so much for joining us. I recently finished editing the series finale, which is a very strange feeling. I really appreciate all of you who've stuck with us as we head towards the end of the show. But even as the Magpies is ending, we're making big strides towards our next show, including casting a new player. We are so excited to be joined by Aki of Goblets and Gaze. She'll be joining Josie, Minna, and Kim as they form the new crew for Project Blue Jay. Speaking of other podcasts, this transition is a bit of a stretch. Be sure to follow Moon Harbor cast, A Mask's Actual Play, to hear Josie on their upcoming show, The Dishonorables. She is playing Velvet, and it looks like the show is going to be a ton of fun. Next, Minna is going to tell us about this month's future charity. Hi,
1: this is Minna. So, it is 4th of July weekend, and I know not all of our listeners are Americans, but I am. So, right now I'm thinking about history and about community. So, this month I'm going to make my donation to the Carter G. Woodson African American Museum in St. Petersburg, Florida. They're a really great space. They preserve African American history in the city and they provide education, they provide a community space. And I would like to encourage you either to donate to them or to donate to a local organization or museum or somebody who is preserving and spreading the word about the history where you live. Thank you.
0: There's a lot that is wrong and scary and deadly in the world right now. No matter where you live, you probably know the issues that have the most impact on you and your community. So bother your elected officials at every level of government and demand that they do their jobs to try to make things better. Donate to organizations fighting for change if you can. Volunteer if you're able. There is so much need in the world for kindness and generosity and support. Find the places in your community where you can pitch in. Now then, let's get started. Shall we? Very well. Why not? This will be a lot more fun anyway. Um, she will drain her glass, set it down, and stand up to leave.
2: <laughs> I sincerely hope so.
0: Yeah, so uh, she exits. No food or wine was brought to any of you. Mm-hmm. Not even bread? No, nope, mm. not even bread.
1: We can't take all the breadsticks and stuff them in our purse and leave.
0: No, you cannot fill your purse with breadsticks.
2: I, 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 I was literally about to say.
0: <laughs> I'm sorry, I have to leave immediately. <laughs> so, I kind of, for, for the, the trial prep, I want to kind of montage it. Yeah. I can tell you that if you ask Nick to be the prosecution, he's he's going to hem and haw about it a little bit, but mostly because he's worried that he won't be able to do a good enough job, mm. but he will eventually agree.
2: Mm-hmm. So to be clear, we are going to lie and cheat about this, right?
0: Oh, yeah, like absolutely. We are going to do
2: that. All right. Excellent.
0: Because <laughs> <laughs> she's going to, too. Yes.
2: <laughs> yeah. I want to secure publicity. Ooh, like, you know, the lady idea. who was in town for the demon fight?
3: Yes. Yeah,
2: I I want to make sure that that people fucking know. Yeah. If she gets put away, people are gonna know it and try to yeah.
0: Yeah. So uh, that reporter is no longer in town, but uh, you can definitely like tip off the <laughs> daily, and they will send a.
2: Yeah. Point a, is, a bunch I want a reporters. lot of scrutiny on her, so she can't just willy nilly.
0: Yeah, that's that's easy enough to do as well. I'm not gonna make you roll for that. So let's get into the score which is going to be another trial. Very exciting. I love these courtroom dramas. Let's figure out the engagement role. One for luck. Is this operation bold or daring? Yeah. You've just gambled your entire life on this. Yeah, seriously. Does the plan's detail expose the vulnerability of the target or hit them where they're weakest? Yes, but she also is prepared against this approach, so that kind of evens out. Like, you're hitting some of her weaknesses, but... She also has some some preparations. Friends or contacts, yes. Other elements. You're the same tier. You know what? I think I'm going to give you another one because you do have, a again, a tier five lawyer. <laughs> right. Helping you out. Nick is going to be able to, to do some some work here. He will be able to assist you. Whew. So that was a 4d6 roll. You got a four. It was close to starting off in a real bad spot. Mm -hmm. the day of this trial arrives and due to to tipping off the press the city has been kind of a buzz um this is everybody is clearly picking up that like the magpies are clearly working through some vendetta with the noble classes uh because this is the second time you've like arranged for a very public showdown with somebody Mm -hmm. gossip and rumors are running wild you show up to the courthouse the magistrate uh, overseeing this trial is uh, Lady Strathmill, um, Althea Strathmill. hmm So she is a, a fairly new magistrate and has been kind of a protege of um, Lady Drake's.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay. That's not stacking anything. No, of course not.
0: You all promised to play fair. None of us are playing fair. <laughs> None of you are playing fair everyone has shown up to this game with weighted dice. <laughs> it's just going to be a question of who did a better job of cheating.
1: Yep. Everyone at this game has stolen my dice.
0: The three of you uh show up with with Nicholas Firebird in tow. He's very nervous. Mm. Um he hasn't really had to do this since law school. <laughs> Buddy.
2: You can do it, Nick. But
0: he's he, he has been, you know, brushing up on things. And, like, even if he hasn't had to make an opening argument in several years, he's still a very smart, talented, charismatic lawyer. Like, it comes back. He, he figures it out. And also, this is not a traditional trial. So he doesn't necessarily have to follow the, the standard uh, procedures. What do the three of you look like as you show up?
2: I think Minx is in a sort of slim pinstripe suit nice in at the waist excellent
3: I think Blair is in her normal clothes but like the snappy casual version of it like she doesn't have like her eye black smeared all over her face and her hair is a little bit neater um she's probably not wearing her cape but like otherwise it's like her usual clothes
1: Myra is in full on formal teacher yes
3: excellent
1: (laughs) outfit (laughs) just like a high collared black dress with like a a nice jacket over it dark academia
0: Mm-hmm. I like it. Lady Drake is also there. She she is wearing um, a really nice, stylishly tailored suit. She's representing herself, kind of unsurprisingly. And yeah, you all settle in. Mm-hmm. Magistrate Strathmill uh, calls this unconventional trial to order.
1: This is such a funny trial because it's like, kind of we're both on trial even though that's
0: not how trials work. Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean this is pure theater.
2: Right. Um Well, we're not it's not formalized that we'll surrender if we fail to prove our case. It's just that we've agreed to her that we will.
0: Mhm. Yeah. I think this is going to be racing clocks basically. Okay. You're going to have two opposing clocks because yeah, as as Mina said, you're both on trial essentially. She is going to have a 6 tick clock and you're going to have an 8. Okay. What's your your first? I think both both Nicholas and Drake will make their opening arguments um mm-hmm. to the judge. They're both very eloquent and neither of them are going to really move the needle on those clocks. Okay. okay. And yeah, you can all use flashbacks, you can pull on any number of people to to pull in as witnesses or have them do
2: stuff for you. (laughs) Um, But yeah, how do you want to start? I think our assertion is that this is the latest in a long line of crimes and attempts to cover up those crimes, basically spanning as long as we've been active. Mm. You, You know what, we'll leverage the Mora thing. This whole time we've been trying to mitigate her crimes, right?
0: <laughs> right. Okay, yeah. You you all are yeah, play up the fact that you're heroes who revealed this demon and you've uncovered that she's tied to him.
2: Uh-huh.
0: Okay. Yeah, I, I think that's kind of the like the thrust of, of Nick's opening statement, which uh, you know, gets a lot of murmuring and and outcry from the press. Mm-hmm. Uh, y'all wanna call a witness? You wanna...
3: Yeah, I I think we should call Severin to the stand.
0: Alright, so he needs to get up there and make some rolls. I like
1: the idea that Lady Drake's opening statement was something like, the magpies think they can personally prove me wrong and beat me in a fair trial, and they were like, shit, I guess we have to personally beat
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Nicholas starts to stand up to do his initial questioning, and Minx is like, "No, no, we're doing this." <laughs> so yeah, you can you can call in Inspector Severin. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, who's gonna start doing the questioning? I'm okay to do it if y'all
3: are okay with that. Oh. Um, sure. I'll do my best. <laughs>
0: sure. Yeah, yeah. So it's gonna just you know we're we're this will be based on roles. Yep. The engagement roll, I got a four, so you're starting in a risky position. Okay. I'm going to say this is just going to be risky standard, as we're, we're off to the races here. In that
3: case, Blair summons Inspector Severin to the stand. Yep.
0: He will come up, take a seat. Let's start with the roll, and then we'll kind of figure out, we can kind of hit the high points of what this looks like.
3: Right. Um, remind me again why Severin was on trial?
0: Clicks into my notes. <laughs> Uh, that was season. It
3: wasn't because he was being outed as a possessor ghost, right? No. It was for something else. I think it was because.
0: Ah, I got it. I found it.
3: So why was he on trial?
0: He was on trial. Okay. He had been charged with fraud and corruption, which was, oh, this is great. He was investigating Lord Mora. Ah, funny how that works out, huh? And was charged um, with fraud and corruption, and Lady Drake was the one hearing the case. Yeah. Okay. So that that further... Man, look at us go. (laughs) Look
3: at us. (laughs) We've connected the dots.
0: (laughs) You haven't connected shit. (laughs) I've connected Connected them. Connected (laughs) them. Anyways. uh, Go... uh, Do your roll first. Do your roll first. It's risky standard. Okay, that's a five? Five. Okay, so you do it, but there's a consequence. Inspector Severin...
3: Do you recall of the trial you were on of which you were prosecuted of fraud and corruption?
0: Well, uh, as you likely remember, he kind of gives you like a a bit of a smile. Uh, I had been framed under charges uh, that I had been taking bribes and not doing due diligence in my investigations. And this began only after I investigated uh, criminal activity, including gun running, connected to, to gangs with ties to Lord Mora. And another sort of uh, murmur runs through the crowd. And I, I, as the questioning proceeds, you know, it's kind of the the trial is recounted, um, and it it comes out that Lady Drake was the one overseeing that trial. Yep, and. Do you maybe want to have Minx come up for the bit about talking to Lady Drake? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I think Blair <laughs> Blair, and-, and Minx tag out, yeah. and-, and Minx will come up to ask these questions. Joint questioning here, because that's how courtrooms work.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Shh. I'm trying to spin it like she tried to cut a deal with us in there. Okay, yeah. Right? Like... She offered us something and we tried to get out of it because there were law enforcement around and this really isn't the place, you know. Um, like, basically, she was trying to cut a deal or threaten us to back down. Yeah. Right. And M- Minx is going to kind of spin it, <laughs> like, almost a little bit like she's telling an intrigue story, like she gets a little into it. <laughs> um, uh uh-huh. Like, she... Like she she weaves like this intricate meaning to one of Lady Drake's statements and stuff like that. (laughs) So we'll yeah yeah we'll see if it comes off across as fakie or not. But
0: (laughs) yeah, go ahead and give me a roll. Uh huh. Still going to be risky. Um, I think in this case you're going to have greater effect because Severin can at least back you up on. Yeah, I saw. Like, I was there, I saw them get summoned back into Lady Drake's, like, private chambers in the middle of the
2: trial. Yeah, and the ultimate end goal is because we were working on exposing her, so she needed to silence us, right? Mm-hmm. And I got a six.
0: Okay. So uh, I, I didn't say this, but Blair's first roll ticked up both clocks by one. so they were at Magpies were one out of eight. Drake is one out of six. Okay. A six with greater effect for Minx, I think, is going to push the magpies up to three out of eight. Woo. So, yeah, your 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 argument, I think, kind of tying, you know, starting to sort of tire to Lord Mora, making it look like she was, you know, trying to, you know, potentially frame. Or, or at least convict an innocent inspector in order to protect Lord Mora. I think that narrative is starting to be woven. Myra. Hello. What, what, what would you like to do towards this?
1: I think that I want to elaborate on the Mora and Drake link drawing on Roxanne and Lonnie's research.
3: Okay. Because
1: they've spent... Like, literal years looking into the Circle of Flame at this point, I think. Yeah, yeah. And Myra's good at writing a research paper, so she's gonna do that, basically.
0: Yeah, yeah. And I mean, you did have the two of them specifically, like, hunt down the identities of mm-hmm. the members of the Circle of Flames. so... So I think I'm going
1: to use that research and be like, they are members of the same secret society, they are clearly very close to one another.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, go ahead, and yeah, and like you can, you can pull out the research. Like if you, you know, had had talked to Lonnie, and you know she would haul out all of the paperwork and, and give you all of their notes. So yeah, you would a definitely dense have access file to that. folder
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> that I can possibly submit to the court. <laughs>
0: Uh-huh. I would like to submit this as evidence. Funk! Yes. <laughs> <laughs> this magistrate is just like, uh...
1: <laughs> Since I don't expect all of you to read this right now, I'm going to summarize it and tell you my argument. And so she, she, you know, she'll pull out papers and, like, quote from them as needed. Well, I, I don't think it's... I think she has notes. Um, And it'll be like here's here's a very convincing link between the two of them in the yeah, little clubhouse.
0: Yeah. Yep. So go ahead and make a roll of some kind.
1: I need to check whether Sway or Study is better, but I feel like both of those are equally valid.
0: They're yes, the same. Yes,
1: they're the same. Was... So I'll just roll three dice.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: I almost want to push myself. Um, this is...
0: Yeah, this is going to be a risky, risky standard still. Cool. Are these... Wait, you said these were... F- flashbacks does that cost stress um for this no i think if it's something where it's like you need somebody to fabricate something this is just like you would have asked alani like hey can you get me your research on this stuff and that that's that's not going to cost you any stress it is a flashback but it's a no stress one because that would have been very easy um if it's going to be something where it's like oh we asked the silver nails to forge some paperwork Mm -hmm. that will cost you stress
1: guess what i rolled
0: a critical a six (laughs) you did i'm disappointed worst. in you minna <laughs> only a single six <laughs> how dare you all right so i i think this will actually work out so i think maybe that's that's kind of the 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 closing argument for the the prosecution side uh because that's going to bring you all up to four out of eight and yeah M- myra just very methodically walks through these these links and i think that like Any one of these things individually would not be enough, but there's several items that definitely, like, there's a pattern. And and I think as uh, Magistrate Strathmill kind of, you know, uh, calls for a recess, you can kind of see that, like, she's starting to look a little uncomfortable, like... You've actually maybe managed to plant a couple seeds of doubt in her mind. Like, she figured this was just going to be like, show up, listen to a bunch of people, make some bullshit arguments about my boss slash friend, and then convict them. But shit, it seems like she was friends with a demon. Yeah. (laughs) I think during the the court recess, the the crowd is a buzz. Everyone is is talking. Uh, I think like some of the reporters are trying to grab people for interviews. Nicholas is refusing to let any of you talk to the press. Okay. Yeah, I think Minx is just like yes, he's like nope, 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 nope. <laughs> absolutely not. <laughs> Do not talk to the press until the trial is done. <laughs> so I, I think that he's going to kind of you know give you all sort of a little coaching on on what's going to be happening now with the cross-examinations and, and, you know, she's going to be making her arguments basically just give you, giving you some pointers about what to prepare for. But he, you know, he's basically like you all have been doing really well so far. I can't guarantee uh that this will be decided in our favor, but I, I think you, you might win the court of public opinion, which isn't going to keep you out of prison, but it's something. <sighs> yeah. Is there anything else that you all kind of want to do during this this break in the, the trial?
3: Not that I can think of. What about you two?
0: Let me think. The The trial reconvenes, um, and it is the, the defense's turn to make their argument. And Lady Drake basically opens up with, Nobody knew Lord Morrow was a demon, including myself. He had a lot of friends. Having connections to him you know if if that is a sign of guilt then you know half the nobles in this city will have to be sent away
2: now there's an idea
0: yeah <laughs> i was going to say <laughs> I feel like magpies are all like you're yeah you're getting it you're seeing you're you're getting <laughs> it <laughs> and so i think her kind of her her first witness is somebody who used to work at the Centralia uh, Club, and who, uh, according to her testimony, she is the one who found Avrathi's body and saw you all fleeing from the scene, and and is you know uh, tying all of you to this heinous crime, and kind of at this point, you you all will kind of be your roles will be sort of the cross examination slash defending yourselves, right? Since again, this is not. Really a normal trial. I sincerely apologize to any lawyers or law students listening to this show.
2: Hey, this is the fantasy Victorian. It's different.
0: Yeah. It's a theater. Um, so yeah, does somebody want to make a, a a counter-argument.
2: There was a human sacrifice altar down there.
0: <laughs> like that's true. We, I mean, we, if, we can't if gloss over the... with
2: that. Like
0: yeah, if if that's the, the counter argument you'd like to make. It was self-defense. Minx was on an altar.
2: She was in league with a demon, and of course demons do human sacrifice. Duh.
0: Yeah. Let's go with that. Yeah. Yeah. So who wants to make that role? I feel like Minx uh, should make that role. Okay, I'll yeah. make it. You roll. are the one tied to the sacrificial
1: altar. You can be like dramatically reliving that bullshit.
0: She she's yeah. pushing
2: herself because she's weaving a a a terrible story of kidnapping and Yeah. De- dealing with the demons and being gallantly rescued at the last minute. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, so this is going to be what are you what are you rolling? Uh sway. Okay. Risky standard for this. Okay. I got a 6. Okay, so she's going to get, like, I was kind of like, she's going to get a point just for, she's making her, her side of the argument, but you are also going to get a point, basically, like, while she's on defense, she's just kind of ticking up her clock, but you guys are at five out of eight, she's at two out of six, doing very well minx is is able to to paint this this vivid scene there's definitely like a sketch artist uh from the daily who's just like based on your descriptions is just like drawing this this you know sacrificial murder room in the basement of a popular club and it's just like oh my god <laughs> this, this is, is amazing there's a lot for those more... illustrated police papers <laughs> mm-hmm. the final illustration has a lot more like chains and skulls than you strictly remember there being, but, you know, artistic, <laughs> you know, li- license. So let me think here. I'm just trying to think back about your numerous, numerous crimes that she could pull on. <laughs> I think she she's going to uh, continue to try to prove her innocence and pivot a bit away from your actions and talk about her own record, her you know, many years of service, her legal scholarship, calls in some, you know, witnesses of of people who, you know, have have worked with her and talk about all of her her excellent magisterial work. Mm. And she's going to automatically get one for that, but you all can make a counter argument to try and kind of take up your side as well. I feel
3: like just calling out that she's spinning a, is a good starting point. hmm Yeah. I so- think Blair, you wanna- Yeah, would that be- what, what role would that be? Would that- I can kind of see it being a command, almost. If Blair just wants to, like, point fingers, and be like, Objection! Yeah! <laughs> I might push myself, I think.
0: Yeah, go for it. Risky. This is gonna be reduced, because this is actually probably her- She actually has the most kind of, like, solid evidence here of, like- I've been practicing law for 25 years. (laughs) Right. But also, she's avoiding the question, which is what Blair's getting at. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Wish me luck, (laughs) y'all. Do it. Okay. Good. Oh, that's a critical, actually. Two sixes and a two. Hey.
2: Nice.
3: My dice are cured, maybe. Even though I didn't bless them.
0: So, yeah, I think Blair, like, I feel like we just have the shot of, like, Nick is just sitting here, like, staring at Blair, just, like, bewildered, as you're just, like, busting out these, like, complex legal arguments of, like, Mm -hmm. why she's wrong about things. And he's just like, where did she, how did she learn this? (laughs) Where did, how? And then we, I'm just picturing like, a flashback to Blair just, like, sitting in her room surrounded by legal textbooks. (laughs) Yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah, Blair kind of gives Nick, like, the side eye and, like, kind of rolls her eyes. And I think she stands up, slams her hands on the table and says,
0: Objection, your honor. (laughs) Yeah, and then it just goes from there. Yeah. So, yeah, because you got a critical that you do it with greater effect, that gets you to six out of eight. And she's still at three out of six. So she should be starting to sweat at this point. Like, you all, I, I think it's kind of, like, clear from the vibe of the room that, like, People are leaning in your direction, but she is very calm, right. and she calls her next witness. And Myra, your heart drops, and probably the other two, too, but it's worse for Myra as Jaren takes the stand.
3: What?
1: Oh, oh no.
0: Oh,
1: Looking Jim.
0: deeply unhappy, like he, he's clearly reluctant. Uh-huh. And he's ref- he is not looking at the three of you at all. He's avoiding oh, eye contact. Oh, body, baby. <laughs> and she just starts peppering him with questions about what he knows about your activities. And I'm going to make a fortune roll to see how well he does at being evasive.
1: Luckily, Myra didn't tell him about a lot of things because she thought it would make him feel better.
0: <laughs> yep. Oh, God. God bless you. Your Jaron, I'm I'm proud of you and your character growth and your ability Aww. to lie. Um, I got a six, <laughs> <laughs> so he is doing his best to avoid giving. Like he does have to give some answers, some information up, but he he's downplaying one, like how well he knows all of you, and is doing so in such a way that like. She can't pin him down and get him to admit anything more concrete. So she's going to get another tick, but it's only one. (laughs) If he'd done badly on that role, it could have gone a lot worse. And then, yeah, you can try to uh, do a a cross-examination on him. Myra, since you're the Hmm. one left.
2: Mm Yes.
1: Yes boy oh boy what do we think he knows that won't get him in trouble (laughs) what is your experience working under lady drake have you had any experience with her professionally um give
0: me a roll let's start there it's gonna be risky on the one hand he wants to help you out but on the other hand he doesn't want to implicate himself so i think those those cancel each other out it's Mm -hmm. just gonna be risky standard
1: (laughs) i think it has to be sway because we're not having an honest conversation. I am having a conversation no. that's specifically trying to prod for details that won't hurt him but will be useful for me.
0: Yeah. That's a six. It would be. <laughs> you heard me shaking them really good. I know, I know. I'm not. It's just hilarious. <laughs> I rolled a three earlier. I know you did. <laughs> So so your question was, you know, what what do you know about working what's, with What's what's your experience working
1: with her professionally? What is she like? Does she seem like she's on the up and up? Like or does she ever pressure you into or like un- do you ever feel she creates an environment in which you're pressured to act unethically?
0: Yeah, I, I think kind of as you you kind of steer him in that direction, he actually starts talking about um the these circumstances around this recent spate of arrests and how, you know, she was putting pressure on, you know, his blue coat captain and how, you know, there was talk of what the charges would be before specific people were even identified to be arrested and just how, how obviously fabricated this, this whole thing was. Um, And that he, like he and several of his compatriots all felt this pressure to uh, comply with her, um, you know, potentially putting you know their jobs in peril or, or other things like that.
1: Rubbing my hands gleefully at what a big mistake she made bringing him in.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. She she thought she had a a slam dunk here, and quite frankly, if I if I hadn't rolled as well in that fortune roll, this mm-hmm. could have gone a lot worse. Yeah, we had two very good rolls that made this perfect. The power of friendship. <laughs> so you all are at seven out of eight. Closing argument. <laughs> To, to dunk this thing home?
1: In this trial, we have shown you that Lady Drake is connected to people who, who have done a lot to undermine the rule of law in this city. We have also shown you that Lady Drake herself is not invested in running a fair trial or in executing justice, which is the basis of her job. In my opinion, she should not have any place in the legal system of Duskwall, and she has- Stacked this system against people that it's meant to protect. Give me a roll. So it's sway because it's an argument. Mm-hmm. Oh yes. Uh, is this still this risky a- standard?
0: I think at this point it's going to be risky greater because you all have made very solid arguments here throughout. I am in a good position to
3: to push myself for an extra die. All right. Six. Oh my god, Minna.
0: I mean, yeah. <laughs> I really, as long as you'd gotten a four or higher, I got a four, a, a, a five, uh, a six, and a two. <laughs> so, um, you you make your closing argument. Lady Drake makes hers, and she seems to think she's won. Mm-hmm. She's uh, very confident and and smug as she she concludes. I look forward to justice being served and the criminal threat posed here being removed and magistrate strathmill i think has to like dismiss the court for like a couple hours to to deliberate herself like this is clearly not an easy decision for her and that immediately like i think that you know you're, you're all still kind of hanging out in the courtroom that immediately like that that confidence that lady drake had evaporates mm. because she was expecting this to just be like i make my argument my protege says that I'm innocent. We go on about our lives. Why is she having to think about this? Yeah. And so after, I think, like an hour and a half, Strathmill comes back out, calls court back to order, and says, I take no joy in this verdict. I I looked up to you a lot, but I have reviewed the evidence, and I can't. Argue with the facts. I find the defendant guilty, uh, and the in this case, inspectors swoop in for the arrest wow. because they do not trust the blue coats to handle this. Mm-hmm. And she is just stunned into silence. Lady Drake is just sort of standing there as they they cuff her and begin to escort her out. If anyone would like to get in any parting verbal shots. Now is your chance.
2: <laughs> I think I think Minx is just gonna slyly side eye Lady Drake and say, "Game over." Yeah, she she
0: just shoots you a, a murderous glare uh, before she is escorted from the room. The press is is going wild. They are shouting questions at her. They are shouting questions at you. Uh, I, I think again before you any of you can really start talking to the the press, Nicholas is going to kind of start um gently but pointedly herding you towards the side door um as he's kind of uh like looking back towards the the main doors of this courtroom he's like i think the blue coats may have had orders to arrest you no matter what the outcome was uh you you should go you should go now <laughs> i'll handle the press just go uh and and if you look back you can see uh having to kind of fight against the crowd but a number of blue coats are trying to get into the room Mm. (laughs) so the the three of you are gonna have to make a a hasty exit but you are able to do so um and and head back to your still secret hidden lair whose location you have not had Mm -hmm. to reveal so good. And yeah, let's let's go into downtime. I think you actually are going to make a little bit of money off of this. I think that the the, the family, friends, and other assorted loved ones of the people who, who you got out of prison are going to get a little money together for you. Okay. Nick included. <laughs> Nick is providing the bulk of this money. Oh, you saved his boyfriend. We saved his boyfriend. He's also the wealthiest in the, of the people here. So you all are yes. going to get um, another... You're going to get two coin. Oh. Not a ton, but a little bit. People, okay. people kind of scrape some money together for you. So um, it, it takes a little bit of time for everything to get processed. Uh, another couple days for kind of the charges against Lady Drake to kind of be formalized for the charges that she had put in to be dropped. But, you know, within a few days... Um, there, there is a a big, happy, relieved gathering at the Houndspaw. Um, not everybody goes directly there. Nessa just goes straight home to her family. Briggs, I think, also just goes straight home because he is older and, and had a, a rough time with this and just needs to rest. Uh, but you do get a note, uh, thanking you all for your your help. That he hopes you will stop by sometime soon. Rigney, uh, I think, comes in and just, like, he's a tall man, and I think he gets taken to the ground by the number of people piling on him to hug him, because it's all three of you, Nevin, and Nick, just, (laughs) whoomp! Yeah. He's like, I'm picturing he just kind of ends up, like, falling against the bar and is, like, having to brace himself with one hand, be like, hi! I'm glad to see you all! I can't breathe! (laughs) We love you. (laughs) Ah, Love you all, too. Thanks. Guys, really, I can't breathe. I need you to get off of me. (laughs) Uh, I think, oh, uh, uh, you know, Lonnie. I think Lonnie and Roxanne are not here. I think Lonnie kind of went to collect her herself, and they have just gone straight home for alone time together because they're very attached and very worried. (laughs) Roxanne also has never been to jail. This was a stressful experience for her. <laughs> and Tuhan stops by and and you know I think drops that's it's kind of drops off some money to to thank you all uh, probably buys a bottle of something off of Rigney and then leaves with it <laughs> This is for me I'm going home and then uh Kit comes in looking very frazzled and just like immediately I think goes up to the bar and Nevin is working the bar. <laughs> Rigney is too busy being fussed over by everyone. Um, so Kate goes up to the bar and immediately orders a shot, throws the shot back, and has a coughing fit. Oh no. Baby. I think Myra comes over. <laughs> it's like, it generally helps to breathe. <coughs> I, didn't, I didn't realize it was going to burn that much. Oh, I don't like jail. It.
2: It's not fun.
0: No, I didn't, I didn't enjoy the experience. I don't know how you all do all of this with that, that risk looming over you. Mostly we try not to think about it.
2: Yep. Mm. If, if we thought too hard about things, we wouldn't be doing half the things we've done.
0: That does not seem like a healthy coping mechanism, but I see your logic.
2: We're glad you're back.
0: I am glad to be back and very, very grateful that you all were able to help. I think I want another drink. <laughs> he's gonna <laughs> fly down Nevin again. So I think the the next ones to enter are Bazo and Nerex. Nerex is like holding onto Bazo's arm and is like fussing over him a little bit. And he's just like, I'm i I'm fine. Nerex, I this is not my first stint in iron hook. i I know what I'm Manx!
2: <laughs> pulls
0: his arm <laughs> free from Nerex.
2: <laughs> it wasn't my fault this time, Bazo.
0: I got arrested by somebody who's trying to get at you, so I feel like... I think as he's talking, Nerex just, like, walks straight past him and, like, wraps both arms around Minx and is just sort of, like, leaning against Mm -hmm. her in a hug. (laughs) Letting Bazo do his yelling, but is like, hi, hug time. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so the two of you are having this adorable sweet hug while Bazo is just flailing angrily. Mm (laughs) I was arrested by somebody who was trying to get at you, so I do feel like it is your fault this time. Again.
2: I I can't help but feel that way, too. I'm sorry, Bazo. Oh, it,
0: no, oh, I didn't...
2: <sighs> you were
0: supposed to be all like, but I got you out of prison, so it cancels no, no. out. I didn't...
2: <laughs> I, Bazo, this isn't <gasps> is the first time people have been threatened or hurt because of their connection to us. I... It's why I don't think I'm going to be doing this much longer.
0: <laughs> Bazo, like all of the anger, which I think you can now kind of tell was sort of feigned. Like, just he just deflates. He's like, Shit, "I'm, I'm sorry. I wasn't actually that pissed. It was just a couple days."
2: <laughs> but I'm, I'm glad everyone's okay.
0: Me too. Glad one of us had the sense to run for cover. Neric's just like nod, 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 still <laughs> hugging. <laughs> Aww. I was just like, I'm going to go buy us a round of drinks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he feels bad. He didn't think Minx was actually going to take it seriously and guilty.
2: But Minx has had character development.
0: She has! <laughs> it's beautiful! <laughs> so the. The door, like, uh, uh, this this sort of reunion is going on for a little bit. There's lots of hugging. There's lots of drinking. But, like, everybody is just very relieved. Um, and the, the door, like, creaks open. And I, I think Blair is kind of near the door and looks over to see Needle poking her head in and kind of looking around. Hey! I... She's going to rush up to hug her. Hi! And she will hug back. I take it it's safe to come out now.
3: Yeah. Oh, oh my God. Did you... Did... Did they try to get you too?
0: Yeah, yeah, they uh, came sniffing around, but I still have plenty of bolt holes, so I hid. I'm sorry if I'd known, I, I would have come and sought you out. I, well, I know it's it's fine. I, th- I think it was for You're the best. You're not hurt, right? I, they, they, I, I saw them coming and was able to get away. It's just I didn't have time to send word or anything. I'm sorry. Okay. Uh good news. One didn't get arrested, always a plus, and two uh, I've done a little digging, and i I think I might have some things that can help with uh your mm, former friend What? really uh yeah let's let's uh yeah, and she'll like wave you over to the table to to sit down and she'll she'll start talking about what she's found thanks for listening. The Magpies will be back in two weeks. In the meantime, follow us on Twitter at Magpies underscore pod and visit our Patreon at patreon.com slash magpies podcast. The Magpies Podcast is GM'd and produced by Re. Follow me on Twitter at Reannon42 and check out rpgskillcheck.net for my copy editing and accessibility freelance site. Blair Colhane is played by Kim Kogut. Follow her on Twitter at Kim Deanna jones. Minx is played by Josie. Follow her on Twitter at DragongirlJosie and watch her art streams at picarto.tv slash dragongirljosie. Myra Keel is played by Minna. Follow her on Twitter at Minna The opening and closing theme music is from Trio for Piano, Violin, and Viola by Kevin MacLeod. And is used under a Creative Commons license. The Blades in the Dark roleplay system is the creation of John Harper and is published by Evil Hat Productions. Next, I'd like to thank our lovely Patreon backers, Neil De Cartret. Thank you. You know what I realized would be another one you could do, Josie. Uh
2: huh. Twink. Oh damn it! A twink. I panicked and Save said, it. Clink. "Save it for
0: the future." God damn it! All right. That's okay. Save it for the future, sneak it in. <laughs>